Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. And this week we are going to be recapping the 2014 rom-com, The Other Woman, starring Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann, and Kate Upton. So this movie is a departure from the really wholesome kind of story that we got last week. This one is not wholesome at all. I think it's kind of wholesome. Women helping women destroy a man who fucked them all over. If that isn't girl power, I don't really know what is. (laughs) First of all, we need to specify who this man is. What is his name? So the man is Nicola Coster Waddaloo. Okay, so he is probably... Waldo. This guy, this actor, is best known for his role on Game of Thrones. He played Jamie Lannister. Oh my God, he did. I didn't even realize that. He's a type of handsome that just instantly... I don't trust him. Punch it. From the beginning, because you just know he's no good. You know, I'm sure he as a person in real life. I want to believe that he is a really great guy, but he does have a very punchable looking face. I just feel like he would stop traffic. He's just got a jawline that would just cut through freaking, would cut through my desk. I think he would have made a very good Gaston. Gaston, yes. The movie stars Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann, and Kate Upton. Also, Nicki Minaj as Cameron Diaz's assistant. Yeah, so the very first scene, we start off with a one-night stand. So it's Mm -hmm. Cameron Diaz's character. Her name is Carly, stumbling into her house, making out with this annoyingly handsome man. And then we get this cute little montage of all these dates they go on, Mm -hmm. you know, just how perfect this guy is. She even tells her assistant about him. Girl, Cameron Diaz cleared the rest of her booty calls off of her roster for this man. He didn't even ask. She just did it. Yeah. And so Cameron Diaz is this high powered woman. Okay. She is an attorney. She works for this giant law firm. And apparently she is kind of jaded. She's been dating for a while. She usually keeps a Mm -hmm. roster of men, which if you don't know, it just means dating multiple guys. Nothing is serious or whatever. But she becomes very serious with this guy, Mark pretty quickly they've been dating he asked to meet her father oh yeah they've been dating for about eight weeks now he buys her an an eight-week anniversary present in the beginning it just seems like they spend a lot of time together but also mark Mm -hmm. he is also very busy he's also a high-powered man it would appear yeah so mark works for this it's like a startup tech company i guess where you know they're looking for it's like an investment company so they're looking for different things to invest in or like different ideas to make for investments and so mark has gone a lot for his job he has to travel a lot he also lives in connecticut and works out of new york city where carly works she also works in new york city so I think at first it's the perfect arrangement because she's so busy that she doesn't need a man that's going to be in her face every day, all day. The night that Mark is supposed to meet Carly's father, Mark tells her, hey, babe, listen, I had a pipe burst at my house. I I have to go. My housekeeper called. There's two feet of standing water in my basement. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to bail. And you know what? At first, Carly's super understanding. She's like, that's fine. I'll see if my dad can do drinks tomorrow. I'll come help you. And he starts getting super sus. He's like, no, 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 no. I won't be back tomorrow. Yeah, she's trying to go over to his house for the first time. She hasn't seen his house yet. And he's just really immediately the red flags are popping up. 
And you could tell she's intuitive because she gets really upset. You know, they have kind of a little argument. She gets out of the car at a stoplight. Yeah. But you know what? She was right on it, girl. And this is why the girlies should always trust their gut. Because the Mm -hmm. real reason Mark had to cancel his dinner date to meet Carly's father is because he forgot that he had double booked that day. Mark was supposed to go over to a friend's house for dinner with his wife. His full ass wife of like- Full ass fucking wife. How many years? Like multiple years. Yeah. And when his wife called to remind him about it, he's like, babe, I I can't. I'm in the city. I have to go out to dinner with these bigwigs. And the wife, again, is super understanding. She's like, that's fine, babe. You know what? I'll come meet you. We can stay in the hotel. We can sleep in. We can cuddle, you know, nice big hotel bed. Mm -hmm. It'll be great. And he gets super mad and frustrated. He's like, screw it. I'm coming home. What I'm getting from this is that maybe if we were all crazy and unreasonable, men wouldn't step out of line. That's what I'm getting from this. (laughs) You know what? It's all checking for me, to be honest. (laughs) At first, Carly is seeing the red flags pretty clearly that he didn't want her to come over to his house. But when Carly talks to her dad, who's currently going through a divorce, her dad basically gaslights her like, Carly, you are so cynical, you know, like, don't break up with him just because of this. Just go surprise him. Literally, dad says, go fix that man's plumbing. Gross. Gross, dad. Ew. So Carly shows up at Mark's house, Mark and his wife's house, wearing like a sexy plumber outfit. Yeah, like one you would get at Party City for Halloween. So it's like a plumber with a little schoolgirl skirt. And she's twirling a plunger around. Knocks on the door. Kate answers. The wife answers, who's played by Leslie Mann. And is just like, hey, can I help you? Carly says she's looking for Mark. And then she says to Kate, you must be his housekeeper. Mm -hmm. And she goes, no, I'm his wife. Here's the wife answering the door in her bathrobe to a woman dressed in a sexy plumber's outfit asking for her husband. Obviously, there are no plumbing issues happening in her house. Mm -hmm. Carly realizes right away, oh, he lied to me. He's married. So instead of straight up outing Mark and telling his wife, like, your husband's cheating on you, Carly just plays it off like she got the wrong house. Yeah, she said she was looking for a different Mark who lives a couple streets over. And then she eats shit and falls off the porch. And then she just disappears. And you know what? At this point, Kate Kate is suspicious. So instead of just brushing it off or talking to Mark, who she's starting to see is probably a liar, wife decides to do a little bit of digging. Yeah, so Mark has no idea that... Carly knows that he's married and that she came face to face with his wife. And in fact, Mark is just having a regular day, waking up, kissing his wife, mm-hmm. telling her that he's going to work late that day. It's obvious that Mark is is the one in charge of everything in the relationship as far as finances. He just passes over a stack of papers and says, oh, honey, these are from the accountant. Can you just sign these? Yeah. And Kate says she's super confused. She doesn't understand any of it. And Mark's like, of course, your tiny little woman brain doesn't. That's why I handle it. Just sign it. I refuse to believe that she really doesn't understand it. I think 
sometimes women reach a point of comfort in their marriage where it's like a trust fall. They just close their eyes and just fall backwards. And they just think, I trust my husband. He's going to do it. Like, I think she's playing ditzy more than she actually is. But Mark loves it. He loves having a wife who is so content playing ditzy and pretending she's dumb because it plays to his benefit. I think it's because she exudes submissive energy. Yeah. After Mark leaves for work, Kate, she she can't let what she saw last night slide. She shows up at Carly's office. Yeah, Kate tries to confront Carly at her office, and that's terrifying, number one, because obviously Carly didn't know that Mark was married, and she hasn't spoken to him since she found out. She didn't even confront him. She just completely stopped answering his phone calls. And now she's being dragged into the middle of this marital dispute because Kate is there to really confirm what's going on. Kate says to Carly, well, you know what? I'm pretty sure that I don't want to ask Mark because Mark's a liar and I'm pretty sure he that he's sleeping with you. So if you could just tell me. Carly doesn't say anything, which is confirmation enough mm-hmm. for Kate. Kate just sort of goes into blind panic attack and starts making a scene in the middle of Carly's conference room with glass walls. Carly's office is everything is glass. So you could see into everyone's office. You could see what everyone's doing. And so it's like everyone has a front row seat to this drama that's unfolding. Yeah. And some of her coworkers are kind of giving Carly the eye like, hey, get her. I think they think that Kate is a client Mm -hmm. that's or something. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you need to get her under control. She's making a scene. She's scaring the other clients. Carly basically just says, listen, if you leave right now, I'll tell you everything you want to know. Yeah. They go out for drinks. Kate keeps pressing for more and more details. Carly's reluctant to give them to her because Carly doesn't see how the details will help anything. Listen, your husband was cheating. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to know. The details aren't important. I don't know if there's a person who doesn't want the details, but I'm definitely on the camp of like, you're going to write me a five-page essay on everything that happened. Girl, you don't have to write the essay. I brought a checklist with me. I just need you to fill (laughs) fill in the blanks. (laughs) But Kate gets fucked up, man. She pukes in her purse. She gets fucked up. Kate gets really drunk. I think Carly is feeling sorry for her because she sees this woman who is obviously confronted with the fact that her husband's been cheating. But also, Kate feels really lost as well because... She put all her eggs into her husband's basket. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't even have friends. Yeah, she says, I quit my job so I can focus on the house and moving. And Mark could focus on his career. And I don't have any friends because all of my friends are his friends. Carly thinks it's all over. Kate got the answer she wanted. Kate's going to go about her life now. No, because not only does Kate show up at Carly's work again the next day, She follows her home after work. So Kate shows up at Carly's apartment building. And it's one of those apartment buildings where you can't just walk in. You you have to get buzzed in. But she does that thing that people always do in movies where they just wait around for somebody else to go in and then they just go in right after, which like really defeats the purpose of this security measure because anyone who wants to break into these apartments like probably could. So Kate essentially, Kate doesn't see Carly as like an enemy because Carly did the right thing, but Kate's really frustrated. She feels very alone. And like her only friend is Carly right now. And Carly doesn't really want to be friends with her ex-boyfriend's wife. You know what I mean? Do you notice that Cameron Diaz, she always plays this really cool girl that 
is over it and reluctantly becomes friends with people. She's like my nightmare in high school. Honestly, I feel like Cameron Diaz would fucking hate me in real life. She's that girl that you go to therapy to like unpack all of the insecurities she gave you in middle school. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I still love her though. I want her approval. I know. I want her approval too. (laughs) So here's the thing. So with Kate following her husband's mistress back to her um, house, I feel like I've seen this episode of Dateline where the wife tracks down the mistress and like forces her way into the apartment and it doesn't work out very well. <laughs> hmm. Well, you can tell that Carly's not really afraid of Kate. She's like, listen, if you come in and we talk we're not going to drink Cosmos and become best friends, okay? And that, But that's exactly what happens. Yeah, they end up, despite Carly's best efforts to not connect with Kate, they end up getting mm-hmm. drunk and just bonding the whole night, like the way girlies do. They actually yeah. end up in Carly's closet and Kate is like trying on all her cool things. Yeah, they're like going through all of Carly's lingerie and... Carly's like, oh, my God, girly, that would look so hot on you. (laughs) And it's they get super drunk. They pass out together on the couch. The next day, Carly essentially tells Kate, listen, girl, you need to get all your ducks in a row. You need to make sure that he has no idea you're planning on divorcing him before you do it. Otherwise, he's going to start making arrangements Mm -hmm. and it's going to screw you in the divorce. Yeah. Carly tells her it's in your best interest to pretend that nothing is wrong until you have all your ducks in a row. So Kate being the neurotic mess that she is, she goes home and she proceeds to completely trash and destroy Mark's home office with a golf club. That's fair. That is a very (laughs) honest, expected reaction. Listen, if I found out that my husband of several years was cheating on me and it had been going on for a couple months and that this other woman had no idea he was married, so he was lying to both of us, I'd take a golf club to something too. Kate ends up calling Carly. So again, like Carly is roped into this marital drama, right? Because in any Mm -hmm. other situation... Carly would just never hear from these people again. And then Kate would be left to dealing with her marriage on her own. But they're bonded now. Kate is calling Carly and she told her, like, I made a big mistake. Yeah. And Carly shows up at Kate's house the next day. The way that Kate decides to cover up this obvious rage destruction of Mark's office is by pretending that she started renovating it. And so Kate calls her brother over, who's a contractor, and also Mm -hmm. a snack, a contractor and a snack. Dude, listen, brother could literally nail me against a wall. I'm just (laughs) saying. Brother is fine as fuck. He's fine as fuck in that ruggedy, in that ruggedy way. Like he looks. You mean rugged. Ruggedy sounds like a different thing. Like raggedy. Yeah. So yes, brother (laughs) is hot in that rugged way. Like you can tell that man good with his hands. You know what I mean? (laughs) He Builds things. He could build you the sunroom of your dreams. With wood. Yes. I think about sometimes I wonder, and I don't, listen, Google is a thing, right? I could Google this, but it's so much more fun to just imagine. Speculate. To, mm-hmm. to speculate. I just wonder if prehistoric humans lived like guinea pigs do, where it's like a male and then a bunch of females. I wonder if that was 
I wonder if the roots of monogamy were really like a one-way street where it was like the women were monogamous to the men. I don't know. But honestly, like picture this. What if female cave women found out, wait a minute, all we really need from the men is like his dick. What if they're just like, hey, listen, we want to be in this group with our friends to have help raising our children and have companionship we only really need him for food and dick, to be completely honest. <laughs> um, we don't really like him that much, but we can keep him around for food and dick. Mm-hmm. And just and they're like, you know what? That makes sense. What if instead of the females being monogamous to the men, they were like, it's a means to an end. They were monogamous to each other. Yeah, in like a platonic way. Sister wives, but smash the patriarchy edition. Yeah, like he wasn't actually in control. That is interesting. Again, Google is a thing, but I like this version of reality. Kate goes with her husband, Mark, to a work function. She's pretending everything is fine, so much so that she might actually gaslight herself into thinking everything's fine. He's showing her off to all of his work friends. And Kate's starting to be like, you know what? I can forget this happened. It's over. She starts to kind of look like she's going to forgive Mark. She's melting. She's digmatized. She's digmatized. Completely understood considering the person. But what I found interesting about the scene of the work function is that Mm -hmm. it gets revealed that Kate is behind Mark's good ideas because Mark's boss comes up and says, oh, there you are, Kate. I heard that it was your idea to do X, Y, Z, and it just brought us so Mm -hmm. much profit and so much money. I think it's great that Mark is giving Kate the credit. But on the other hand, I'm looking at Mark's boss like, If you see that she is the one with the ideas, why aren't you hiring her? Probably because he already had Mark on retainer and he already had Mark locked down. Yeah. And then he found out later that it was Kate with the ideas. But it just goes to show because Mark is very successful, right? And it just goes to show that Kate has sacrificed her entire life to Mm -hmm. make him successful because the idea is rising tides lift the boats in a marriage, right? So if my husband is doing well, I'm doing well, we support each other, everybody's together. But that only works if both people are in it the same way. And not if one person is like literally on Tinder looking for something else. <laughs> Unstable waves also sink a boat. So yes, if, if you're the boat here, then you're at the whims of your spouse. You know, I heard this quote once and it's, it just, it's so true. There is no freedom like financial freedom. I think for women specifically, it is so important to have financial stability on your own, even if it's not Mm -hmm. equal to what you would have with your husband, but it is important because it means options. It means security. One of the things that I thought about, you know, when I had left my previous job and you know, was a stay-at-home mom for a while was, you know, if something were to happen to my husband, let's say not even like our marriage, if something were to happen to my husband, like how much would our life have to change in order for me alone Mm -hmm. to like maintain that? Which is one of the reasons why I went back to work part-time was because our life would significantly have to change, mine and my kids' lives, if something Mm -hmm. were to happen to my husband. That's a good point, too. It's not even about not trusting your husband. It's just the fact that your lives could change overnight. 
by a tragedy. But yeah, also just in case he's a dirtbag, girly. Just in case he is cheating on you. (laughs) Mark and Kate get home that night. She goes to do, she goes to freshen up. She is full on ready to sleep with him despite knowing that he's been cheating on her. I mean, she's ready to forgive him. She's just on a high of him saying all these sweet things and giving her all this attention. Couldn't be me. (laughs) Can't relate. Couldn't be me. Cannot relate. Compartmentalizing is something that I'm just not able to do. I don't know how to do it. I feel all the things at the time that they're happening and I can't put them away. I feel like I can compartmentalize, but when it's something like that, something that has the potential to be so life-altering, couldn't be me. I could not go out to dinner with this man knowing that he's, he's lying. been fucking Cameron Diaz. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, statistically, when men cheat, it's with someone who's less attractive, not more attractive. So this idea that he's going to cheat with someone like Cameron Diaz is just not. Is that really true? Yes. We can look it up to confirm. Let's look it up. I'm not going to lie. If he treated, if he, if my husband cheated on me with somebody less attractive than I am, I'd be a little mad. If you're going to do it, at least make it worth like the end of our marriage. You know what I mean? But that, yeah. So Huffington Post has an article where they cite all these statistics about affairs and they say that only 30% of men cheated with a woman younger than their spouse and only a quarter of men found their mistress more interesting or more attractive than their partners. So you're telling me that 75% of cheaters are not even finding their cheating partner. What do you call them? Their mistress. (laughs) Their mistress. More attractive. Girl. Mm, Dumb. They gaslight themselves, don't they? They gaslight themselves and us. (laughs) Right? But... Kate, Kate's ready to put out. Okay, she's shaving her legs. She's shaving her armpits. While she's in the bathroom, Mark gets a call. Just mm-hmm. a little callie call on a cell phone. Yeah, he steps out and it's very obvious. He's talking to a woman. He's telling her that he misses her and that they'll see each other in the weekend. Kate gets out of the bathroom and she hears the tail end of the conversation. And her first assumption is obviously Mark is talking to Carly. So she's Mm-hmm. pissed like Kate is pissed like she can't believe that mm-hmm. Carly is still talking to her husband spoiler it's yeah. not Carly so Kate starts ghosting Carly okay and Carly is actually trying to get a hold of Kate to apologize because the night that Kate and her and Mark went out to dinner with his business colleagues Carly got really tough love with Kate and was like listen if you want to sit here and gaslight yourself into pretending like Mark is the man you thought you married go ahead Like, otherwise, just leave me alone. If you're going to pretend like this never happened, leave me alone. And Carly's trying to contact Kate to apologize for the tough love. Kate is actively avoiding Carly because she thinks that regardless of knowing that Mark's married, Carly's still trying to get that dick. Yeah. So finally, when Carly and Kate confront each other, Kate realizes it's not Carly he actually has another mistress. Like he has, he's seeing someone else. Yes. So yeah, so Mark goes on a getaway with yet another woman. Kate yes. and Carly follow him there. It's like some beach destination, maybe the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. 
probably yeah. the Hamptons. That's where the, the rich New Yorkers go. Yeah. So Kate and Carly follow him there. And Kate's brother lives close by. So they're actually spending the weekend at his house while they go back and forth to where they followed Mark to. So Kate and Carly have this plan. They're like, listen, we are going to wait until Mark is gone. We're going to confront the new mistress. We're going to confront her, find out if she knew he was married, and then we're going to bring her to our side. Yeah. Okay. We're going to recruit her. And that's exactly what they do. They wait until Mark leaves for the gym and the new mistress, who, by the way, is younger than both of them. So, So both Kate and Carly are just appalled that Mark now has this really gorgeous young mistress with the perfect body. Well, see, Carly is more mad about the second girlfriend yeah. than Kate is. Kate's like, I was a mistress virgin when you came along. I got all of my anger out on you. I'll be nice to this one. On the other hand, Carly is not nice to this mistress. Carly's like, how dare he cheat on me with someone younger and hotter? Yes. So this new girl, her name is Amber. She's just jogging along the beach with her perfect boobs that don't even move when she's running. Wearing a string bikini. Wearing a string bikini. Carly takes off after her in a fit of rage, just like I'm confronting her Mm -hmm. immediately. Kate tries to stop Carly and tackles her right behind the girl. And these two Mm -hmm. are just wrestling in the sand. Yes. They're wrestling in the sand. Amber, the new mistress, she comes up and she's like, are you guys okay? What's going on here? They take her aside and they're like, hey, girly pop, here's what's going on. Amber is mortified. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, I thought I finally found a man that wasn't a piece of shit. I guess I was wrong. Amber knew that Mark was married, but she was Mm -hmm. buying into the whole I'm divorcing her. She's terrible. Mark even told Amber that Kate was cheating on him and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting how he knows what lies to tell. Carly and Kate end up taking cute little bouncy Amber in under their wing. By the way, Amber is played by Kate Upton. So the three women are all upset because they all feel duped. And meanwhile, Mark again, has no idea that the three women in his life are becoming friends. And they're hanging out. So the women are hanging out at Kate's brother's house. The brother knows everything that's going on. And he's watching these three nut jobs getting drunk and bonding. And it's just the weirdest thing, I'm sure. I support this, though. I support women forming a mob versus going after each other. Women helping women. Carly wakes up after their first night there, in Kate's brother's bed. And she's like, oh my God. And he goes, don't worry, we didn't hook up. And she's like, why am I wearing your shirt? He goes, oh, he's like, you got naked and went skinny dipping and then you refused to keep your clothes on. So I had to button you up in my shirt backwards. You couldn't keep getting naked. (laughs) Yeah, the girlies had a wild night. But I think what they got out of this time together is that... They want revenge. They want revenge on Mark. And Carly is the one that says, you know what? All three of us together, we can figure out how to bring him down. Yeah. And Kate says, I really want to hurt him. Amber goes, let's kick him in the balls. Amber is thinking very simply. And Carly's like, you know what? I like the way your mind works. But I think we're going for something a little bit deeper. Anyways, yeah, it's so cute. So this begins the 
the revenge plot that the women have. And at first, it seems as though it's just a plot to destroy his confidence, masculinity, hold on reality, because Kate is spiking his morning smoothies with estrogen pills, which are going to swell his nipples and also lower his sex drive and also shrink his genitals. Yes. Shouldn't we give this to like rapists? Okay, so it's funny you mentioned that because there is a form of castration called chemical castration, which certain states actually require of child sex offenders when they are released from prison to where they have to get chemically castrated. I think it lasts like two to four months and they have to go in every two to four months and pay out of their own pocket to be chemically castrated. It's a shot that they get into their scrotum that prevents them from being able to get an erection. Ouch. I support that. Yeah. Anyways, so he's getting all of his stuff spiked with female hormones. Carly decides that she's going to come in also, and she takes him out for dinner to apologize for overreacting. And then she puts laxatives in his drink. She puts what looks like a giant packet of laxatives into his water when he's not looking, and he proceeds to chug that water. Uh, This man suddenly starts feeling his stomach bubbling and he says we need to get out of here and like mid-sentence a little fart comes out Mm -hmm. yeah dude when women roofie your drinks they're not doing it to sleep with you they're doing it to give you explosive diarrhea you've been warned the situation is getting really dire for mark and i don't understand what he thinks he's going to do because he's trying to usher Carly out of the restaurant instead of just beelining it to the bathroom. He made a he made an error in his judgment call here. Yeah, he wants Carly to leave the restaurant before bro fucking boot scoots boogies to the bathroom to take a shit. He's farting the whole way to the bath. Like it's like there mm-hmm. is there is just there are gusts of air just escaping him as he's trying to run to the bathroom. And I have to tell you, Courtney, I have the humor of a middle school boy. I found this hilarious. Same. We got a full on bathroom scene with all the sounds and I was like in stitches because this is so my humor, this immature. You know what makes me even more giddy about this is to where after he shits his pants, he hears somebody in the bathroom and he's like, hey, buddy, I need you to go get me some pants. And he hands him a wad of cash. That guy steals his money. Yeah, he just takes it and goes. By the time Mark gets home, he's wearing red pants, not his style at all. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, he doesn't even try to hide it. He tells Kate, yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, I shit my pants and I, I think it's going to happen mm-hmm. again. So I got to go. Yeah. Here comes Amber's turn. Amber convinces Mark to have a threesome with a drag queen. I can't believe we don't get to see this, but I guess Mark goes through with it. But the next shot we see is Mark in the bathroom and he is almost sobbing as he's washing his body. Unluckily for Mark, Kate has lovingly put hair remover into his shampoo. Yep. So right now, Mark, his hair is falling out in big clumps. He is getting man boobs and you can tell Mark's put on a little bit of weight. And that's the first thing she says to him. She's like, oh, you put on some weight. They are emotionally terrorizing him with smiles on their faces. And there's just something about this that's so healing to me. He had it coming. He only has himself to blame. He had it coming. You cheated on your wife. Then you cheated on your girlfriend. One woman wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. Two wasn't enough. 
He had yeah. to have three. Yeah. And then we find out that actually he has more mistresses and who knows, mm-hmm. you know, where it ends. So essentially, Carly is trying to help Kate get the finances in order. And Carly realizes that Mark is embezzling money from his company. And he mm-hmm. has an offshore bank account in the Bahamas. And that bank uh-huh. account has close to a million dollars. And apparently there's multiple accounts. Mm-hmm. And all of the accounts are in Kate's name. And that's the paperwork that Mark constantly is just asking Kate to sign without looking at. So Kate unknowingly has all of these illegal accounts that she could go down for. And we talked about how the IRS don't play. Essentially, Mark has been taking money from investors to invest in these ideas that Kate had, but he's been losing that money. Like, oh yeah, we put money into marketing for this thing and then it went downhill. He's been, quote, losing that money, but that money hasn't been lost. It's been illegally, it's been illegally allocated to these offshore accounts in the Bahamas. So now Kate and Carly and even Amber, they decide it's time for a girl's trip. We need to head on over to the Bahamas and drain these bank accounts. Yeah. And that's exactly what they do. While they're there, they also see that he has side pieces in the Bahamas. And Courtney, how does he have this is the thing because I've seen this before in movies where it's like, how does he have time to cheat? But it's like, how does this man have time to juggle this many women? I don't know. It's almost like he must enjoy being stressed because it would be so stressful to me to have multiple relationships. Especially two that start with a name. Yeah. Like, I guess you could have a Jessica and a Courtney mm-hmm. or a Courtney and a Rose. You you can't have a Carly and a Kate. You're going to slip up, bruh. Yeah. I do hate how close together their names are. The girls go down to the Bahamas and they drain these accounts that Kate is the account holder on. They drain the accounts. Before they leave the Bahamas, Kate is really reconciling the end of her marriage. She even throws Mm -hmm. her wedding ring into the ocean. And I'm sorry, no, ma'am, you pawn it. Okay. what do you think? Would you do that? Would you throw it out? Because I would sell it. I would sell it. I had a friend who made like earrings out of her (laughs) Honestly, I would definitely sell that shit. I don't know. Money is money, bruh. I just, I keep, it's interesting because it's like this, it's this common motif of women angrily throwing their rings into the ocean. And -hmm. I just have to imagine it's just Ariel is down there, Little Mermaid. And she's just like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it's like raining engagement rings. No wonder she was so obsessed with love. She just starts tying them in her hair, like beads. (laughs) She's weighed down by like 400 carats. Yeah. The girlies have a great time in the Bahamas. And that final scene where Kate throws her ring into the ocean, Amber and Carly sit on either side of her and they just lovingly embrace her in this in this sad little moment. Our next scene is Mark walking in to Carly's office. Carly's assistant, who might I remind you, is Nicki Minaj, is like, hey, You must be Mark. Carly wants you to wait for her in the conference room. She'll be right with you. Mm -hmm. Mark gets escorted to the conference room by the receptionist. When he walks in, Mm -hmm. Carly, Amber, and Kate are sitting in the conference room just looking up at him. His face immediately goes from, I'm going to get laid to, oh, fuck. He tries to turn and leave, but the receptionist locked him in there. This is a law Uh firm. I feel like that's probably not super legal, you know? 
I still support it. I support women's rights and women's wrongs, but probably not super legal. But honestly, like after what they're about to tell him, he's not in any position to start talking about illegal activity. So they confront him and they tell him, we know, you know, we know everything, obviously. And Kate even tries to ask, like, how many women and Obviously, he tries to lie and say, you know, you're looking at them because he thinks these are the only ones that she knows about. Carly essentially tells him, listen, you're getting a divorce and she's getting half of your guys' joint assets, which are listed on that paper in front of you. He starts talking a whole bunch of bull and he looks down and he goes, zero dollars. What are you talking about? Zero dollars. In that paper that's detailing their assets, there are some huge withdrawals happening, which obviously it's the money that Kate took out in the Bahamas. Yes. Kate took that money out and she gave it back to the company. So she she like reversed embezzled it. I guess she made a sweetheart deal. She went to Nick's she went to Mark's boss, Nick, and was like, hey, listen. Mark's been embezzling a whole bunch of money from you guys. I found out about it. Here's all the money from his offshore accounts. You can have it back. And Kate says to Mark, haven't you heard of restitutions? Mark starts getting loud. He's mad now. He's not even mad that he got caught cheating. He's mad that she messed up his entire money laundering scheme. And he's like, Nick will never believe you. You're lying. Nick is his boss. Yeah. But the boss walks in and the boss is like, they showed me everything. What's crazier is that Mark is, he's almost more upset and incredulous that his wife, who Mm -hmm. he this whole time has been counting on her being an idiot, that she was part of this mastermind plot. Mark, he he goes into a rage. He goes into a a rage haze, and he walks into the glass wall, busts his nose. He's bleeding. I don't know how that doesn't happen more often because, you know, like these mm-hmm. glass walls are so pristine that how can you even see where the door is? I mean, I bump into actual walls that you can't see through. I can't imagine see-through walls. He walks right into this glass wall, busts his nose, and then he finds the door, shoves the receptionist out of the way, Gets on his account, sees that the money is gone, and then he tries to like run out and shatters an entire glass wall. Right. He runs headfirst. I mean, at this point, it's almost like the universe is beating the crap out of him in -hmm. the form of these glass walls. Because at he's (laughs) there's there's blood on his face, his nose is broken, Mm -hmm. he's got glass all over, his suit is torn, he looks like he's taken a beating. And to add icing to the cake, when Mark finally gets outside of the building, his car is being towed. His car, his very expensive car is being towed. Can I ask you something though? I don't understand how their collective net worth is zero dollars because wouldn't, don't they have a house? That's part of your net worth. Don't they have savings don't they have money Mm -hmm. in their accounts you know i think that what probably happened is she included all because mark obviously spent some of the money that he got Mm -hmm. so i think what happened was she probably included everything into their entire net worth liquidated everything gave it back including the house and their checking savings accounts to the company and then she was probably re-gifted she was probably gifted that amount back from the company her house and her checking and savings account balances for giving the money back okay whatever legal gymnastics happened there i approve again women's rights and women's wrongs but 
We see that on-screen text at the end that tells mm-hmm. us what happens with all the characters. Yeah, so Mark's boss finally decides to hire Kate because Mark was getting all his ideas from Kate anyways. Mark is fired, by the way. Yeah, Mark is fired. And his boss tells him the only reason he's avoiding jail time is because his wife gave all the money back. Now Mark is jobless. Kate has Mark's job and is doing fantastic. Carly ended up marrying Kate's brother and they're expecting a baby. And Amber ends up with Carly's dad. Yeah, who is much, much, much older than she is. Yes, but they're living this like boho lifestyle on the beach. You know what, girl? So now- She got a sugar daddy. Yeah, she did. So now Amber is officially Carly's stepmom. The girlies are best friends in the end, which is Mm -hmm. the true happily ever after. So Amber is Carly's stepmom and Carly is Kate's sister-in-law. Yeah, so now they're really like connected for life if they stay together. (laughs) Yes. And that's where our movie leaves us with all the happily ever afters, except for Mark. Except for Mark. What do you think happens to his car? I think it probably got, he can't pay for it. Oh, by the way, Mark is the name of a man I used to know who was very similar to this character. Actually, he was living double lives. Gross. That's all I will say. If his name is Mark, um, maybe the name Mark is a red flag. Mark Zuckerberg. I used to work for a Mark, one of the attorneys I worked for. His name was Mark and he was awful. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a Mark is a red flag. You know what? I, it makes sense to me. Anyways, that's where our movie leaves us. The teapot is empty for today. Don't worry. Maria's ringing on the way. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you next time. Bye.